Well, glad you're coming to join us again for another uh, conversation about how to have uh, a relationship, a discipleship uh, model where we follow Christ in our common places where you are listening to this podcast right now. That's the beauty of kind of the podcast is uh, you might be jogging, you might be uh, driving, you might be uh, at home working or, or doing something around the house. And um, just a reminder that whatever you're doing is the common space we live in where uh, when we want to follow Jesus, it should be natural that everything we're doing uh, has an element to that. Now, we're not over-spiritualizing everything, but we're recognizing in everything is this opportunity to follow Christ. So uh, we want to be able to think about those things and make it f- so it feels more natural, uh, not just something that we do at church, not just something you do when it's your quote-unquote quiet time. But it's something that becomes part of just who you are, because being with God is more than doing for God. And so that's been the, the emphasis of this podcast. And, you know, one of the times uh, in our calendar that gives us a really great opportunity is right around really the holidays as we just celebrated Christmas uh, and now kind of moving into New Year's. Uh, it's amazing how the conversation about New Year, New Star resolutions really gives us this opportunity, I think, to be able to speak into that in a way that can redeem the concept. Now, you know, I'll be the first to admit, I'm just like everybody else. You you think of New Year's, you you come up with some resolutions and, you know, the running joke is they last a, a day or two or maybe a week if the most, and then we forget about them. But I think there's something more in that that we can connect because I think there's something healthy in uh, newness, something healthy in setting goals, something healthy in uh, moving forward. And so we want to talk about that. But as always, uh, I've got two gentlemen here with me. I've got I'm Ryan and I'm Mike. And these guys are uh, here at Refuge Church, which I am uh, the lead pastor at, uh, Pastor Dan Hertzler in Manor, PA. Uh, And we're just going to continue on this discussion and dialogue and hopefully stir up some thoughts for you to think about of how um, a New Year's resolution can be something that we redeem. And, and what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, what it looks like is to say that the concept can be good, and yet let's move beyond just I'm, I'm going to be, you know, healthier this year, or I'm going to be, you know, financially more secure, or I'm going to, you know, let go of this habit to actually look and say, okay, uh, as Paul said in Ephesians 5, so be careful to live your life wisely and not foolishly. We, uh, I think, as Christ followers, or if you're trying to figure out what it means to be a Christ follower, should be thinking about how do you live wisely? Uh, Jesus had a lot to say about this life that we live and how we live versus what's coming in the eternal life and his kingdom versus this world's kingdom. And so I think these are great ideas to be thinking about. Am I living wisely according to God's definition of that or Am I living foolishly? And maybe as everyone else is talking about resolutions, you're not kind of stuck in that word of resolution as much as you are. Maybe there's some changes I need to make to live more wisely. But uh, Ryan, what's some of the thoughts come to your mind as you think about New Year's resolutions, connecting discipleship and, and our life with Christ into kind of what everyone else is having this kind of conversation about newness? Yeah, you know, the New Year's resolution, I think, you know, sadly over the years, you know, it's, it's been like a joke, you know, or like, oh yeah, you know, what, what, you know, what are you going to, it's, it's almost kind of like Lent for like a day, you know, it's like, I'm going to give up this thing. And then, 
all right, I'm coming back to it. But, but I think there's something so good about like actually taking a moment to self-reflect and think what should there be in my life that's maybe, or something about me that should be different, you know? And so I think like the reality of a new year's resolution is, is great. I think my, my beef with it would be, you have to wait until the new year to do it where it's like, (laughs) you know, you, you could, you could decide, you know, whenever. Um, but I think it just wrapped up in the concept of we are new creations. The old is gone. Behold, the new is come, you know? And that to me really hits me because it's like, we are new creations. So there should be more and more of the stripping off of the old and walking in that newness of life, Mm. you know? And so I think, I think for me, it's like just that reflection of, am I actually becoming more like Christ, Mm. you know? And like, but how, how do I know, you know? And, And to be able to think through like, what, where is the fruit of the spirit? Where's the fruit of the spirit lacking? Yeah. You know, and, and I've not been someone who necessarily has set like, you know, new year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. but I, I come back all the time to Lord revive me today. I I need your life supply today. Like, I I feel like I'm even this morning, you know, I I felt like (laughs) my prayer was just, Lord, I feel like I'm dead. Like I need you to revive me again. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like it's like, (laughs) sadly, I think too often it's like a daily need of Lord, I feel like I'm cold and I need you to bring life anew again today. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of uh, what a believer really should be thinking through the new year's resolutions is a cultural moment that we have to, to, to speak freely and connect something. But what you pointed out is, is the reality for us is that it really is an everyday thing as a mm. believer. You know, we wake up and we say, okay, yeah. Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Yeah. And we have to strip a lot away to be able to let that happen. Mm. And we should be the first and the foremost leading the way of self-reflecting, not, not because we want to be a better version of ourselves or because we think mm-hmm. some form of meditation and self-help will happen, but because you know, with the Holy Spirit within us, it's wanting to, to bring out the fruit of the spirit and Mm -hmm. we are getting it in the way. And we've got to, we've got to be able to be honest with ourselves to say, okay, well, what are things that are really like, you know, tripping me up? It might be a health issue. It Mm -hmm. might be a uh, financial issue. It might be a relational or something. And and yet it's got to be something that we do more than just once a year. Mm Mm-hmm but something that we should be doing daily. And so, um, you know, I don't, I don't think there's any uh, shame in that concept. I think that's the reality of where we get to. And maybe that's even part of what you think 2023 could be. I know for me last, you know, two years, maybe not just 22, but 21 and 22, I really focused on, um, you know, moving from a a model of just, I do my devotions in the morning or I do my devotions in the night, but Mm -hmm. just a more of a model of everyday rhythms having opportunities to speak and to talk to God, read his word, worship, um, you know, just meditate on him throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe that becomes one of your kind of goals for 2023, uh, where you say, you know, I want to move to having resolutions almost every day, (laughs) you know, because of of the need that we have. But uh, Mike, uh, how about you? When when you think of New Year's resolutions, what, what goes, where's your mind go? 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ryan was saying sometimes it's kind of like Lent, and I don't know that we do much better there either, right? <laughs> and um, I think it's I think it's a great thing to talk about. Um, I was someone who had would do all the stereotypical things, right? Bought the gym membership and. Yeah. They took a lot of my money yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with not a lot of uh, anything on the back end. Um, yeah. So whenever it comes to New Year's resolutions, I think one of the most important things to do is ask why. Mm. Why am I considering doing this? Um, what's it, it, not just from a superficial perspective, although that's good. Um, much like we've said here before, um, right. That feelings are, are great, um, indicators, but lousy conclusions, yeah. but drill down to why am I really, um, you know, looking to make this kind of resolution? Um, because at the surface level, it sounds like your soul is alerting you that there's a change that needs mm. to be made. Mm. Um, and for those who are in Christ Jesus, dare I say the Holy Spirit is like mm -hmm. maybe convicting you sometimes, not yeah. all the time, but sometimes. And uh, whenever it comes to the idea of a New Year's resolution, I think that uh, the beginning of a new year is is a wonderful little marker point mm -hmm. um, because it's something that's new, that there's a celebration, just like a holiday or a birthday. Um, but I think that we can also look back on did I, you know, grow, did I grow this past year in ways that I want to, and to celebrate mm -hmm. those things and yeah. maybe where did I didn't and, and check up on things. I'm trying to think of a good word for that and I, I can't yeah. come up with one. Um, but I think, I think the new year, uh, is a really good kind of sign or even holiday of sorts to celebrate, um, the way that, that God is growing you in your life. But I think the main thing whenever it comes to uh, any sort of resolution, whether it's New Year's or January 2nd, uh, is uh, to go into it um, with like playing a winnable game. Mm -hmm. um, you don't. It, so if you haven't read a book in the last five years, maybe don't try to read a book a week. Yeah, uh, because that's going to be really hard. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be really difficult. If you've never read through the Bible, that's awesome. If you want to get on a Bible like in one year plan, those are great. Um, sometimes they can be really challenging. Maybe start with, Hey, this year I want to read the book of Matthew mm -hmm. and I would challenge you to do more, but if that's what it is, yeah. you know, awesome. You, you read through the book of Matthew, mm -hmm. you know, start in the new Testament, you know, play a winnable game, um, for sure. And also just keep in mind that a resolution is an exercise of self-discipline, mm -hmm. which, um, is not something that we love in our culture right now. Um, Often you hear to form a new habit, you need 30 days. Uh, and while that's somewhat true, and I'm going to preface this with a pretty emphatic, I think, um, I heard someone say, it's not necessarily the quantity, mm -hmm. uh, with which you do something. It's the frequency yeah. with which mm -hmm. that you do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so as you're trying to develop a good pattern, just stay with it, do it frequently. That's how we learn good rhythms, but this is, it's just about being more disciplined. And as we become more disciplined, it's easier to do, uh, the harder thing. It's easier to read through. Okay. Now I read through Matthew. Well, now I'm going to read two books. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to read through the entire new Testament. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I think about. Okay. I, 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 you know, while you're talking there, I think one of the things that underlines why we're even having this discussion on this podcast about it is because, um, I mean, look, it's really easy to push back against all the things we hate about our culture we live in. Yeah. And it's very easy to get against things. Uh, I think it takes more skill 
Uh, and I think there's more wisdom in finding the common grounds and, and New Year's resolutions can be a common ground. Now, again, it's not like we're saying, OK, you have to just fall into the same patterns of, of this life. But it's a conversation that everyone can have. And I would encourage that if you're listening and you've never done it before, if you never thought about it before, just maybe maybe make this year. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to join in on the New Year's resolution talks, but I, I'm going to steer it in a way that is going to help foster maybe spiritual growth or soul health. You know, we talk a lot about financial or physical health, but maybe there's some soul health in this. And maybe with your family, just have some fun and say, hey, what's everyone's New Year's resolutions? Mm. And, yeah. you know, let's see how long we can stay with them. Or, you know, maybe it's something we, we do with your neighbors or, or coworkers or friends or, you know, instead of just kind of, well, you know, everyone's just going to fade away and doom. just let's, you know, like you said earlier, like small steps, maybe it's not like, okay, we talk New Year's resolution, but maybe we can get a, a week or two out of it or a few weeks out of it. And maybe just maybe something catches within those few weeks that, yeah. that creates something longer and lasting. So, um, well, and, and even on those lines, if I may too, right we all have experience making plans for things that we think are going to go really well on paper. And then sure. we get into it and it doesn't always go the way that we want it to. Yeah. And that can be really discouraging. Yeah. Be okay with pivoting. Yeah. And you know, does that mean that you need to scrap the whole thing? Maybe, probably not, but don't be defeated. If it doesn't go the way that you want it to right. keep at it and mm. see where maybe you need to pivot to have it fit more into a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of the, even the one year Bible plans, like you were saying right. earlier, I think they're great uh, to, to help us. Some people do really well cause they're very structured in that and others it's hard cause they miss one or two and then they, they feel defeated in it. Yeah. And there was a, a preacher, Robert Murray McShane. He's really, uh, well known for putting together like a Bible reading plan. And it was mm -hmm. something you would do. And then with your family and, but he even said himself, he was like, look, like there's this one year Bible reading plan, but he's like, I want you to, to stop doing this. If it yeah. starts becoming like just a burden and just, mm -hmm. you're just flying through the text. He's like, right. you should be treasuring. And obviously not every part of the Bible feels like it can be treasured <laughs> as much as, you know, yeah. the red letters of Jesus. But but he was really advising people like, you know, there's so much more than just checking it off. Yeah. Like there should be, you know, it, it should be like an encounter with the Lord through yep. his word. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's great wisdom. Cause that's, that's a hundred percent what we're about here. You know, it's, yeah. it, it is not just trying to get anyone just to do something that they feel good because they did it. I mean, I think we've all been tricked into that belief. Yeah. Um, and comparison games and all that kind of stuff, but it really is an opportunity just to just to maybe use it to uh, talk about you know this idea that God wants us to be wiseful in our use of time. He wants us to be wise in how we live. Um, you know, certain things are going to burn up and not matter, and other things are going to last for eternity. And so let's take the time to do that. At the same time, use it as an outreach opportunity. Use it as a, as a mission tool. So yeah. uh, under that, Ryan, you got any New Year's resolutions? Anything that you're thinking about? I didn't have anything until we started talking today. But um, for me, I think, I think like generosity you know, just over the years, been able to see like, oh, that's cool. You know, we gave a little bit more this year. Cool. You know, I, I think for me, it's like next year, you know, Lord willing, it would be awesome, you know, for us to be even more generous. Awesome. And, and I think, you know, something that Melissa and I both have is just a, uh, a list of just like books, mm. you know, and it's a competition, but it's really not because she smokes me every year. <laughs> but, but it's like, I like to, to, 
be able to read more, you know, to be able to, you know, just be able to digest more and just see different authors and people's perspectives. And so I think those would probably be the two things. Mike, what about you? Yeah. So I usually start thinking about this around August and we'll even get a head start sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say not August. Like you're going to try to catch August up for that. Year. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no. thinking ahead at August. Okay. Right, not right, behind. Right. Okay. I got you. Oh, I got and the you. reason for that is because there was a kind of a landmark moment, landmark moment. That's a better way to say what I was saying mm-hmm. earlier. Um, in my life where that happened around August one, okay. um, a couple of years ago. And so for me, it's just kind of imprinted where I start to think about it. So back in like 2020, um, I really felt led to focus on my mental health, Mm. uh, and my emotional health. Um, in 2021, I really, uh, felt led to, for like the following year. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, to focus on like my spiritual health, uh, and just really growing in those areas this year, I'm really feeling that I need to focus on my physical health. All jokes about the gyms aside. Mm -hmm. Um, I am not, I've grown, (laughs) right? I'm 10 years older than, than, uh, I was whenever I could roll out of bed and just sprint for days. And, um, I just don't feel healthy. I don't feel well physically Mm -hmm. in ways that I feel like, um, are appropriate. And, and I don't want that to become an idol, but, uh, in, in terms of those things, not to be holistic or mystic about it, but, uh, my mind and, and my soul are, are in decent shape yeah. for the last couple of years. But I would say too, with just even these resolutions, like I still focus on my emotional, my mental health. Mm. I still focus on my spiritual health. Those rhythms are still growing and I'm evaluating now looking back, how can I go deeper and press in Mm -hmm. and also add in this rhythm of just like, okay, I'm going to walk every morning Mm -hmm. and something like that. And then I'm going to do this and then I'll do that and pivoting. So, yeah. Yeah. And and you probably have the reasons why some of those things have stuck is because you've seen some of the benefits of emotional health and spiritual health and hopefully now well, and, some physical health. And I think too, some of it really is not to over spiritualize it, but just listening to God. Yeah. Right. God is for your good always. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to come down with a, a flashing sign at all times of this is what you need to do. But yeah. looking back, I can really see where he was leading me, especially in the beginning to focus on these things and, you know, is your physical health important all the time? Absolutely. Was that the focus of the last couple of years? No, because this is where God wanted me to put my focus. Mm -hmm. Good, good. I know for me, part of what I enjoy the most is living life together in in relationships, whether that's one-on-one or or one-on-a-few or a bunch. And um, so for me, I'm kind of looking for ways that I can, uh, you know, connect with people, um, in, uh, you know, real meaningful ways, um, that, uh, aren't just, uh, in the moment. So I'm really good in the moment. I'm, I'm not very good in the structuring things all the way out Mm -hmm. and I've been working and some, so, so why I say that is because sometimes that catches up to me physically and, and in my prayer life, because I get caught up in other things and those things suffer. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I need to do really well at structuring my life in a way that I don't get caught up in other things in the moment. And I usually find that my prayer life and, and my, uh, my physical life, um, 
are the two things that suffer the <laughs> quickest. So what I've learned for myself, and this is just, again, a lot of years of, of self-reflection and learning that I do best when I'm in community with others in that. And so I've already started kind of doing it in my prayer life and, and I want to do it in my, my uh, physical life. My, my daughter, um, had to have knee surgery. And so she's going to be on a, on a long recovery in 2023. And I thought, man, maybe that's a good way to kind of do something with her and kind of work through what she, as she's recovering and working back, I can do it alongside of her. Um, you know, I want more people in my camp that are texting me and praying for me. Mm. Uh, I love just the, the power of prayer, uh, not just getting together and praying. Cause I, I, you know, as I joke all the time when people are around me as a pastor, they're like, well, we should pray. Well, yeah, you say that cause I'm a pastor, <laughs> but I love what, it, when people just text me and say, Hey, I'm praying for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And, and they might not know what's going on or they might not have all the details, but yeah. they're just praying for me. And it's just mm-hmm. like, man, that's, that's really cool. Like sometimes I even ask people like, Hey, can you just pray for me? I just need you to pray. And, mm-hmm. and so I want more people in my camp in 2023, just praying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just having that, that cool relationship where you don't have to just set up a prayer meeting. I don't have to have this hour long conversation with you, but I can just text somebody or they can just text me and say, Hey, what do you need prayer for today? Or how can I pray for you? And, and I, so I need a structured plan to do that. So I, I don't have it yet. I'm still kind of working through that. Um, trying to figure out, okay, what do I do? I, I, my best get is that I'm probably going to connect it in with my health part of it. So while, while I'm walking, while I'm biking or running, I'm, I'm working through, okay, not as easy biking, but as you're walking, you can, I can be texting and, and thinking about, okay, who am I praying for while I'm mm. exercising for these 20 minutes and, and then just letting them know, Hey, I'm praying for you during this time. And, um, you know, to me, there's something really powerful. You know, the Hebrews talks about, you know, we shouldn't, we should stir one another on, Mm. Uh, as we continue to meet yeah. and, and mm-hmm. there should be a stirring that, that our lives are, are connected with other lives that stirs on things within us that helps not just to make you feel good, but you're stirring that on with others. Like you're, l- let me encourage you to, to, you know, love your wife or love your husband more or take care of your kids more, or be better. And, you know, on mission, like there should be this ongoing thing. And so I, w- I want to do that more in, in 2023 and, so let me just give you uh, some really uh, simple yet very broad kind of uh, guidelines if you are thinking of kind of doing something new for 2023, whether you call them a resolution or not. But, you know, we've said some of these things already, but just just so that we understand, be, be very practical. Don't try to to do something that sounds mighty and lofty, but it just doesn't fit into the way that your life is. Don't, don't try to be a different personality uh, because you think somehow that's what you're supposed to be in 2023. Be, be who you are, but, but make it very practical. And then also keep them really small in their steps. Um, you know, Mike had said earlier, make them, make them winnable in the sense where, you know, it's not the, the huge mountaintop um, changes maybe that have to happen. But, you know, the old kind of saying, if just 1% every day is, is going to make a huge difference in the long run. So uh, then the third thing I would just tell you is, is do it with other people. I mean, make it, make it a team event. Uh, connect your family to it. Connect uh, close people. Use it as an outreach. Um, the more that we, I think, live life in, in community with others, I think the more joy there is, the more 
uh, distance we can cover, uh, the more that it helps keep you even accountable in it. And so uh, whatever you're going to do or whatever you think about, uh, I would think in 2023, let it be just a chance for you to uh, step into that newness of Christ uh, and take the time to live wisely and not foolish in the light of eternity and the kingdom of God. Well, we're here as always. If you have any questions, you want to email us, you can do that at info at churchrefuge.com. And uh, we would just love to help in any way that we can. And hopefully uh, you have a great uh, New Year's Day.